This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to episode four of Rams Talk, uh, a part of the Rams Monthly Review Show. I've got three great guests with us today to talk through everything that's been going on with Derby. And as we all know, uh, some, some very strange things have been happening recently. So my first guest today is Chris Redwood. Hello, Chris. Evening. I'm also joined by Jamie Page. Evening. And I'm also joined by a very special guest today, Kieran Lee. Welcome, Kieran. Hello, boys. Hello. Hello, mate. And now we're going to kick off talking about everything that's gone on this evening. So Chris Kirshner's come out. It's been a very confusing couple of days to be a Derby fan. He's come out. He's said that he, he's looking to buy the stadium. Um, it's obviously huge news. Uh, it's, it's a big step. There's, there's been talk of other people coming in and possibly buying the stadium. There's a Derby-based businessman that's been linked with it. you know. And obviously Mike Ashley's name's never gone away. I'll start off with you, Jamie. Um, what have you made of the whole situation so far? I guess uh, the fact that he's, he's not gone away is, is good news. Um, that was my, my worry after the news that we got on Saturday before the game that potentially we'd, we'd yeah, he'd have kind of gone off into the sunset and we'd been left with no, no kind of takeover, no news. Um, positive to, to hear that. I think he's very invested um, it's nice that somebody comes out and tells us fans what's kind of going on because um, we don't seem to get it from the administrators or uh, Mr Morris. But yeah, I think it's a positive that he's still around. The fact that he wants to purchase stadium can only be good news. Um, yeah, and I just hope that the powers let that, that be are, are able to, you know, make this, make this happen quickly. Um, we need it to happen and we need it to happen yesterday. So Hopefully, um, you know, over the next five days or so, given he's got that exclusivity period kind of extended, he can he can kind of wrap things up. But uh, yeah, another twist um, on the on the roller coaster that is Derby County, I guess. I think you summed it up quite well there. It's uh, it really is a roller coaster supporting the Rams, and and I'll move on to you now, Kieran. Um, you're obviously US based. What have you made of Chris Kirshner so far? Have, have you have you found him very genuine? Um, you know what? At the first first time of listening to him, and that I thought, here we go, we've got another Eric Alonso here. 
Um, but obviously now, you know, he's seen, he's invested a lot of time. He was close to taking over Preston. It didn't, it didn't go that way. He's come straight back to Derby. Did he not take over Preston because the Derby opened up? I think so. Um, I think now that they've got, you know, the chance to local businesses to help buy the stadium, I think that will hopefully push it through. And the fact that it's been extended for a week, it's, Fingers crossed, it's just you know crossing the crossing the eyes and that, and uh, he pushes it through. But he seems genuine enough. Um, I spoke to him before uh, via you know on Twitter, and he seems like he he's all in. And the vision that he has for Derby, you know, it, I don't know if I can say this or not, but it, he he wants to go along you know the Brentford route of recruitment and things like that, which look where they are right now mm. you know they're flying and and you know they're really well run so if that's if he if he gets over the line great um i know not a lot of fans are still keen on mike ashley but look they look at newcastle and go he didn't spend money uh, you could say he didn't spend money compared to a lot of the other premier league teams but at the end of the day he's still you know the likes of amron and uh, St. Maximum, they're all players that he purchased. And, you know, they're flying. Uh, he just ran Newcastle like a business and he, he ran it well. Um, the only thing that worries me slightly at the moment, if the Chris Kirchner deal doesn't come through, um, is there's rumours that Mike Ashley might be taking over Birmingham City. So, you know, then where do we go after that? That's That's the big worry there. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what you said there, I mean, Mike Ashley's sort of been seen by a lot of supporters, me included, as kind of the the last resort option. I think he's the, uh, Kirshen has come in and he's he's obviously been the front man this entire time, pretty much. But Ashley's always been there hovering in the background. I think he's possibly removed some fears of liquidation because, you know, no matter what, you'd always have him to fall back on. But as you mentioned there, you know, linked with Birmingham City, it's uh, it's it's not good for us in the short term, is it? Yeah, the the one thing that I would say positive about Mark Ashley, we know he has the funds. Um, he's got the funds there, so we're we're not really stressed about that. Chris Kirchner, yeah, look by by all he's proved to the EFL that he has the funds and things like that. Um, we don't know too much else. Mike Ashley, we know he made it from the sale of Newcastle. He's you know got other businesses and things like that. Look. If he, if he turned Pride Park Stadium into, you know, Soccer Direct or whatever, you know, it's not the first time we've done that. And was anybody really that bothered by being called the iPro? You know, it didn't, it didn't affect too much. It's what happens inside the stadium. And I think now with the fans, it, it's the best backing that we've had for years since, you know, I would, I would remember like, you know, the Jim Smith days. You know, yeah. the stadium there was rocking. Even when we were go- going up, you know, well, we thought we were going up, like, you know, the push to the playoffs and things like that. The stadium was great. Um, I remember I was there for the Brighton game in the playoffs. It was electric. But that that atmosphere seems like that every week now. So, you know, name of the stadium is not going to change that. The fans are backing Rooney and, and Co. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And I was I was also at that game. I'm sure you guys were too against Brighton. It was probably one of the best atmospheres I can remember. Um, Chris, to move on to you. Um, obviously, Jamie and Kira have just given their opinions on on Chris Kirshner. What are your thoughts on Derby's prospective new owner? So, 
I put it on Twitter earlier. Thank God that he's been the one to actually come out and and give us updates because it had been left to the admins. I think the last, I think from right and saying the last um, statement they made was over a month ago, and so it had been left to them. We'd have heard absolute absolutely nothing um, as it's been for the last eighteen months, it seems. And for me, I've got stage now. If someone wants to buy our club and save our club then I'll take him you know it's the same with same with with um Mike Ashley if he wants to buy us a league one club he's not going to make any profit on us until we get to the premier league so you know I think people have to have, have to realize that yes he'll run it as a as a business but if he wants to make money from us he's got to invest so in terms of Kirchner, he's saying all all the right things that about anyone else I'd never heard of him before this um, so it's very much an unknown entity, but I say he said all the, said all the right things. And if someone's going to buy the club, I'm going to back them. It's as simple as that. I think all the fans will. So yeah, just praying it gets done. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we're all in that situation now. Um, and and you're spot on. And and Jamie, I'm going to come to you with this. I mean, you know, it, Chris alluded to there the fact that the administrators have barely spoken to us throughout this whole process. I mean, you remember right at the start, everyone was actually praising them because they were coming out and they were talking and it was, I don't know whether it's, you class it as the easy part of the administration, but right at the very start, they were telling us everything. And then over time, that's that's evaporated. And, you know, as Chris said there, we hadn't had proper contact with them in a long time. What have you made of, of Derby's administrators over the entire administration period that we've, that we've been in? Yeah, I think it's been overall very, very poor. Um, and I don't know how they justify even 1% of the fees that are, that are being kind of banded around. Um, like you say there, at the start, you know, they were holding uh, video calls with fan groups and were very um, vocal in, in saying that, they were going to, you know, help us and, uh, and get the right deal. Um, and to, to be where we are now. And, uh, and like Chris said there, you know, we've, we've not heard anything from them in a month. I know you can't report everything that, that kind of goes on because it's, it's a case of that. It can't be, it can't be kind of let out, but there needs to be some form of communication to, to let fans know that we're going to have a club to support next season. Um, and that they're doing everything that they can. It feels to me that whenever they make a statement, there's always an undertone, um, you know, blaming fans. I know that they they put out a, a kind of a you know a comment tonight to to say about the, uh, the threats that that Mr Morris is getting, and you know I don't um, I, I definitely agree that that's that's not the the right way of going about things. However, there just seems to be almost like an excuse or an undertone of every kind of comment that they make, um, which is quite frustrating. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know how they justify the prices that, that they that they they band around, but it needs to get done. They need to be gone. Morris needs to be gone. And we need to draw a big fat line underneath this and, and be able to, to move on as fans, as a club, as a city, um, and hopefully that's going to happen with, with Kirchner over the next couple of days. Well, that's that's the hope. I hope so too. I do hope so. And and to go on to you, Kieran, I mean, we've spoken a lot about Kirchner, we've spoken a lot about the administrators, but now talking about the players in the team, 
if Kirshner does pull off this deal and he does get it done in the next couple of days or weeks or however long it takes, how much hope do you have of retaining a lot of our current squad? You know what? I, Rooney's come out. He said a lot of them are going to stay. Um, I think Forsyth would stay, no problem. You know, he lives. He's been there for years. Um, Lawrence, you know, he would be brilliant in, in League One, but Lawrence was saying goodbye on Saturday. Do you think he was that, that, that in Revolution? Wasn't he with Chris Kirchner on? Yeah, uh, I saw that <laughs> on, on Saturday night. Um, you just never know. Look, he said that he wants to stay, but look, if your head gets turned by, you know, a Fulham or Bournemouth or whoever, you know, Premier League wages, he, he's going to take it. Look, at the end of the day, it's a job for these guys. You know, as much as we would love to all be playing, you know, football for a living, this is a job. And if they're going to get offered silly money, you know, to go that they're going to take it. Even if Lawrence is going to be sat on a bench, he, he's going to take it. Do you know what I mean? So... Lawrence, I'm not too stressed about. Um, the one that you, you've got to start looking at keeping the likes of Cash and Thompson, Ebiselli. Keep them. I'm happy as Larry. Um, the one that I would really like to stay as well would be Ravel Morrison. Now, I know he's had like mixed uh, reviews in the season. Some people are he's, you know, a bit lazy and stuff like that. But I don't know. I think he, I think he would be brilliant in, uh, in League One. And I think Rooney's just going to get the best out of him, keep getting the best out of him. And, you know, he's scored some massively important goals for us this season. Um, the other one that I would, you know, I'd love to keep, but if we can get money for him to help rebuild, would be Bielik. Um, You know, that's a bittersweet one. We've never really seen the best of him like Thorne. But, look, if somebody came in now and said, look, we'll he has a, you know, four or five mil for him, would you take it? Possibly, you know, with add-ons and everything like that, you'd probably look to take that um, just to raise a bit of funds, really, and then hopefully invest. Um, the other beauty of it is, well, I think Rooney will get the opportunity, if he can sign players, to get some of these uh, under-23s or, or hot prospects from the likes of United and, um, you know, City and places like that. So I think, you know, once we can sign players, I think, you know, the future will be bright with loan players and things like that but I don't know we'll just have to see won't we we will we will and and you mentioned um Christian Bielik there I mean rumors came out recently didn't they uh, apparently at the supporters dinner he was saying that he wanted to go out on loan which seems a very weird place to say it um mm. so yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go especially in a world cup year you know that's what you're gonna say look he he needs to be playing it the highest level possible to to make it into that squad. He, look, he's going to make the World Cup uh, if he's fully fit and playing regularly, but he needs to be playing at a high standard. Um, you know, a Poland sending Skyers down to League One, I don't know, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, I think, uh, I, I, well, I, I don't think that they'll be uh, sending scouts down that low down. Um, so, yeah, for his own, for his own development, it's probably for the best. Um Chris, on to you now. Um, so, Kieran mentioned Tom Lawrence there. Uh, you you jumped in saying that it, it did seem a bit like a farewell. He he sort of came to the centre circle, didn't he, to to clap the supporters. Um, yeah. If Tom Lawrence did leave, uh, there's, there's been a lot of comments about Tom Lawrence over his time at Derby. Um, I think he's probably played his best football for us this season. 
Would you say that Tom Lawrence has been a success in a Derby shirt if he leaves now? That's a tough, that's a tough, tough question. I've been, you know, ever since Partygate and, um, you know, Keo getting sacked, I was firmly in the camp that him, Bennett and uh, Keo were in in the same boat. Has he changed my opinion of him on the pitch at times? Yes, you can't deny he is a great, great player. Um, Has he stepped up to the plate at times this season? Yes. Um, I was disappointed on Saturday, I must say. It had, he looked like he was swaggering about the old Tom Lawrence way. Um, He was slowing the play down. Um, And as I said at the end, when he came off, it was an odd time to make the sub. Um, And yeah, it was a very laborious walk off. And it was, it did feel like a goodbye. Um, So, yeah, he scored some great goals. I've never been 100% convinced about him. And to be honest, if we did lose him next next season, we got some decent money for him. I won't be upset about it. I think I'd be more upset if we lose the likes of Max, of Max Bird and Liam and, and Liam Thompson. So I think Max Bird, once Davis does eventually retire, hopefully not next season. But I think Max, if we can keep him, is definitely our future captain. Yeah, I mean, on on Lawrence, I don't know how true this is, but I'd heard that he actually played through injections to play. That's why he came off so early. I might take, I'll I'll take it back then. (laughs) Yeah, it did seem like a goodbye. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. Um, And I agree with you completely with Max Bird, I think. I think you'd be be hard-pressed to find a player in the championship, you know, League One even, um, that has his sort of level of awareness and level of technical ability in the centre of midfield. And it's easy to forget how young he is. I think that's what, you know, a lot of fans, myself included, forget. You know, he's only 20, 21, 22 years old and he's dictating. It wasn't a great performance on Saturday, but anything good from us came through him without without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And Jamie, that sort of leads on to what I was going to go on to there. Mm. Saturday, last game of the season, um, Pre-match, it was unbelievable. I mean, I'm a bit biased because I was a little bit involved in it, but I thought the TIFO looked fantastic. Um, I thought the atmosphere was electric pre-game. How would you sort of sum up the whole day as an event? Yeah, I mean, the the 90 minutes was was pretty forgettable, to be honest. Um, I thought that Liam Thompson was a shining light amongst some pretty, like, five out of ten performances, in all honesty. Um, I thought he had a, a very good game, looked, looked really good on the ball, putting himself about, quite energetic. Everyone else, I think it, it just felt, you know, like a bit of a testimonial in, in all honesty. Um, I think it was always going to, you know, be that way. Two teams with with nothing to play for. Um, looking up the, the pitch again, you, you're just praying for a target man or, or someone to kind of put the ball in the back of the net. Um, a bit gutted for, for Liam Thompson that he didn't score that that shot that he had in the in the first half. Because I think, you know, you look at all these young players that have been able to score this season, Cashin, um, Abioe, uh, you know, Sibley, Birds even scored this year. So had that gone in, I think, um, you know, I've been very, very kind of deserved for, for his kind of performances this year. Um, and yeah, I mean, if I was a little bit worried because I was worried that the... Um, the shot from Davis at the end was going to go in and I was, you know, I was, I was sitting in the Gordon Guthrie and I was expecting to probably end up in the South stand had that kind of gone in. Um, so, so yeah, pretty, pretty forgettable 90 minutes, but yeah, I just, I looked around 
you know, at the beginning of the game, and I just thought this is just this is just amazing. You're, you're a relegated club, and you've you've sold out. You've got fans that are putting together, you know, large amounts of money to to show the support off the pitch. Um, you know, all four four corners of the the ground bouncing. Um, it was just amazing. Um, the tears were were flowing at, at kind of full time. I think there must have been a bit of dust in the air because I had a a bit of water in my eyes as well. Um, but yeah, it was it was a chance to say thank you and goodbye to to some of these players. Um, hopefully not all of them, and and hopefully not not the club. Um, but we'll remember this season, um, and we'll, we'll remember it for positive reasons. Um, unfortunately, it didn't have that fail t- fairy tale ending. But yeah, I mean, it goes down as probably my favourite ever season as a Derby County fan. In all honesty. Chris, you put your hand up. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see you there. Yeah, no, it's just um, on the um, on on Saturday. I think the news that Kirshner gave out, I think it was about an hour or so before kickoff. It was a little bit of of a dampener. I was certainly driving up from from Reading, hoping that there'd be this announcement before the game, him coming on the pitch, saying that um, you know it had all been done. Maybe a little bit dreaming, but. I think that news, it was a bit of deflation. Jamie was right before the game, it was brilliant, it was bouncing. It was it was equivalent to the to the, the um to the Brighton um game in 2014. But I think during the game, I think it wasn't as bouncing as I expected it. Um but you can't deny nearly thirty thousand for as Jamie said, the relegated team. Amazing. But yeah, I do think that news about an hour or so before kickoff did put a bit of a damp did put a bit of a dampener on it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. And I mean, you know, myself and Jamie were in the yard pre-game, and all you could hear was people talking about it. And when people's minds aren't on the football, it's it's not quite the same, is it? I think you know, I, th- I think that's probably going to be the best bit about this all being finished, not having to think about ownership anymore and just being able to focus on the team. So, uh, so Kieran, I mean. Uh, Jamie spoke before about Liam Thompson. Um, how impressed have you been since he's come in? Oh, he's been brilliant. I think he's, you know, like I said, he's the kind of player that you want to keep hold of. At first I was like, oh, is he going to be, you know, I, I went old school mentality. Is he going to be a bit too small, you know, but he's held himself well in the league. Going back, sorry, just before I, I, I lose thought, we go about the the atmosphere in there. You can remember we had three out of the top five biggest attendances this season. Listen, if we can keep that going next season, that alone can ha- that's like you say that's the twelfth man, and it? it seems like Derby react well to it. Um, look, we know clubs like Sunderland have that kind of support, um, but I think I just think it'd be a little bit different with Derby going back to the the atmosphere wise. Um, but yeah, Liam Thompson, yeah, he's been he's been brilliant, and you you definitely want to keep him for next season if you can get him signed up on a, a longer term contract. A contract that where we don't have to end up, you know, with silly sell on fees like like today. Look, we've heard about Kai Gordon. Um, me personally, what we're getting five hundred grand for him. Some a lot of people are saying, yeah, it's, it's you know unethical from Liverpool but that 500 grand in the grand scheme of things could end up keeping us going for you know another month or so um, yeah. I, I would take that uh, look there's, there's no guarantee that the lads you know ever going to make it 
you know, to the highest level and we're going to end up, you know, making millions off him. Look, we, we all thought that about Will Hughes. We never got, you know, the millions that we thought we were going to deserve with Will Hughes. So 500 grand for Kai Gordon, keep the club going for another couple of months, get a new owner in, I'll take it all day long. You know, the last, you could have a serious injury tomorrow and that's it. We, we don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying I, I wish that upon him, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, so. spot on me. And I, I was very much enjoying the birds in the background then as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a sunny, sunny day out here. <laughs> Jamie, what did you want to say? I was just going to come back on the point about, um, you know, hearing the news from, from Kircher. And maybe, I mean, we think badly of, of Morris. I mean, we all, we all kind of think what we think about him. But part of me thought, was that Morris just trying to, maybe kind of tarnish our day a little bit um, and, you know, almost having a bit of a, a bit of a laugh at our expense. Um, so, yeah, that's what I was, that was what I was thinking um, with regards to that, because yeah, like, like Chris said, we were all so, so happy and, you know, it was a positive atmosphere around the ground. And someone told me um, coming into, you know, coming into the pub that, yeah, that that's that news has kind of come out. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if potentially that was uh, an attempt to to kind of you know rain on our parade, so to speak. Yeah, and I mean the whole situation's it's felt like that, hasn't it? It's kind of felt like you know every time the clubs had a chance to take a step forward, Mel Morris has sort of put his foot in the door and and not let us close it behind us. So. Yeah, it's certainly it's certainly interesting, and and you've just got to hope that you know, as we spoke about before, the the businessman Kirshner, all of them can can get this deal done, and we can finally have the club back that we've that we've supported all this time. Um, usually at the end of the show, we do uh, a little bit of a chat about the next fixture. Um, we don't have a next fixture; the season's over. So, what I was thinking was, we'll we'll have a little bit of a prediction on on where Derby will finish this season, and we'll do this in every show uh, up until the season, and we'll see uh, we'll see what people say. Obviously, things will change over time. Uh, at the minute, we're probably in the worst position we could be in, and <laughs> I'm sure things will only get better. So, I'll start off with you, Chris. Uh, what do you think is going to happen for Derby next season? I know it's a hard question. If everything goes according to plan and Kirchner does what he says, there's no reason why we shouldn't be top top six, hopefully pushing for automatics. I personally would love a season where we don't have to go through the bloody playoffs. Um, finishing first or second would be lovely. Um, but yeah, I think it, say if Kirchner's deal goes through and he does everything that he says he's going to do and we keep Rooney and we keep the likes of Bird, um, Curtis stays another season is given the armband. Um, then yeah, I don't see any reason why we can't mount a push, but it's all in the air, isn't it? It is all in the air. It is all in the air. And I'll give this uh, give this horrible question also to Jamie. I'd like to say top six. Um, it's very dependent, obviously, like you just said, about what happens off the pitch. I think the unfortunate thing for, for Rooney and, and for us as fans is I think we're going to have to potentially change the way we play a little bit um, and potentially change our personnel. Um, just watching the League One playoffs, you can, you can see, you know, how physical... Um, and how players of stature, you know, are the players that are playing in, at that level. So, yeah, I don't think we can potentially be as as kind of good as we've been this year, kind of on the ball. Um, and I think we need to get some players probably over six that with a bit of experience and can, you know, go out there and head some bricks and stuff. 
Um, but yeah, I'd hope for top six, but I'd take, I mean, at the moment I take just staying up out of, you know, <laughs> and not, and not falling further because, you know, you've seen, you've seen kind of the likes of, of Bolton and, you know, Pompey when, when they went through their troubles, you know, you fall like a stone a little bit, but hoping that we can kind of get this takeover done. Rooney's given the, the resources um, to go out and, and bring in the players that he wants, that, that he's obviously highlighted already. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a league one party. So let's, let's, let's enjoy the ride, I guess. <laughs> let's hope so. Let's hope so. And finally, Kieran. Well, like you said there, you don't want to drop any further down the leagues. So hopefully you can bring players in, we can consolidate into the league. And, you know, if he can bring the players in that he wants, then there's no reason why we can't go up as champions. And listen, the atmosphere that, you know, what he would do for the city, I, I think the fans deserve it just after the last season, you know, alone. Um, so, you know, if we can bring in the signings, you know, top two easily. If we can't and we're still going through a struggle, um, look, just consolidate in that league and, and do as best as possible, really. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with all of you. I think you've all made some really good points. Um, Kieran, I've got one more question for you. Um, would you want us to go for the Papa John's trophy? Yeah, it's, you know, we'll win one more trophy than Forest next season, then, won't we? <laughs> That is true. That is true. And that's that's it. Uh, it's been brilliant chatting to you, lads. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. Um, thank you very much for coming on. Cheers, Jake. Thank you, Cheers, Jake. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Have a good day, lads. Cheers. And that's been episode four of Rams Talk. Thank you very much to everyone who's listened and uh, we'll see you soon. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.